You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. And hello and welcome to a new episode of Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network, presented by Comics on Comics. Uh, thank you for joining us. I am Sean. And I'm Jen. And uh, this week we have some uh, sort of a f- slightly festive uh, Christmas-themed uh, issue. We have a number of uh, – we, we actually would just have one Christmas issue. Yeah, we should have saved that warrior one. Yeah, I guess so. That's but, okay. It, but whatever, you know, it was – I didn't think – but at the same time, you know, it, it, then it was too. I was going to make the argument that it's like, well, it came out in February, but this uh, this Batman Brave Huntress and Brave and the Bold number one eighty four from nineteen eighty four came out in March nineteen eighty two. Eighty four. Or what the fuck am I talking about? I don't know. No, sorry. it came out in eighty two. I'm sorry, March nineteen eighty two, number one eighty four. Yeah. And uh, that came up, but, but it's dated March, but it's a Christmas episode. It's a, clearly a Christmas episode. So maybe I just don't understand that you could date some, you know, you can date this. Wrestling magazines just do this all the time. So we'll get it's to bullshit. But it's bullshit. But we'll, anyway. get, to, we'll get to that. Uh, right now, we're going to read, uh, we're going to go through uh, Submariner. Okay, number, Submariner number 72. From 1974. From September 1974. The last issue of the Savage Submariner, Volume 1. In which he battles the slime thing. He battles the slime thing. And uh, this is an interesting book. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to have it because it's the last issue of, like, a series... Featuring like a very because you know Submariner's been around forever, like even back in the forties and stuff. So it's just, and I know this is this doesn't go back that far. This particular book, mm-hmm. but it just kind of amuses me that I was able to pick it up, you know, and they will find it. So whatever, and I like how I like finding last issues because it's always like, all right, well this is how they gave up, <laughs> you know, this is how they phoned it in, folks. This is how they phoned it in. And we're like, all right, this is it, guys. Who gives a shit about the rest Fuck of this? It. This guy will show up somewhere else, but, you know, for, for the rest of you, this is how you're going to have to deal. And I don't think, I don't know, it's weird because in the in the comments, in the uh, uh, the letter book, the letter page, they say it's like, this is the last issue, but don't worry, we got big plans for him. I don't know if he went out to do anything. I think he may have um, joined the Invaders as a part of that book, I think, or maybe he was a part of, he was definitely the part of the Fenders, but he was kind of, you know, being in the Fenders is like an off and on kind of thing. So, um, anyways, but this, in this particular issue, uh, Namor is being his usual cranky self. He's very depressed. He's very depressed. He's very mad. At because him. of pollution. Yeah. Just very sad about pollution. Now this was written in 1974 and as you can see, nothing has changed, but, um, so he would still be sad today. But he's very sad because not only is the water polluted, the air is polluted. Yeah, the, the earth is fucked. And then, but you know what's weird is he's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, go somewhere where the air isn't polluted. And all of a sudden we just jump to space. But this is all of a sudden two years ago. So we have a time jump. We're like a brain slug sort of looking Well, this is, this, actually, this is the part. Some guy just presses a button in Detroit. Well, hold on. The brain slug is already... Uh, it looks like a brain slug, like from Futurama, those... 
Yeah. But brain I'm, slugs. So it, like it's on this satellite and it's like, ooh, look at this cool satellite. And some dude just presses a button and it explodes. Yeah. So some guy, as I described later, some guy in Detroit just presses the button and they go, who pressed that button? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, they're like, it doesn't <laughs> like, matter. It doesn't matter. We're not paying any attention to it. Nobody cares. But this brain slug thing is clinging to a piece of the satellite and it lands in the sea. Lands in the sea and still for two and years. So, but here's what I don't get. So, like, it lands in the sea, and for two years it just hangs out. But it says in here, there's a part in here where it's, like, the the slime thing. I forget what they call it exactly. I think it's called slime thing. Yeah. Sees the fish, and it knows that the fish are good. But it also notices that the fish have bodies. And it's kind of jealous because the fish has bodies, so it's going to make its own body. So it becomes slime thing, which is like this. It just looks like basically a swamp thing. Well, like swamp thing. But what I don't understand about this is if it was looking at fish, why the fuck did it become a humanoid? If it's jealous of fish bodies, why is it well, like a man maybe, at maybe, all? Maybe, maybe it got information from the satellite. I don't know. He is like wearing a very it. jaunty crown. He's wearing a little like little crown. Yeah, he's wearing a little crown. A little space crown. Likes it a lot. It kind of goes with Submariner's eyebrows because he has very drag queen eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. He looks like he's got divine eyebrows. I'm surprised there's not more just a style, uh, a drag queens that are styled after Submariner. Um, probably too masculine, but yeah. maybe if they were like doing some sort of like masculine. He has, wiggy feet. He has wiggy feet. Yeah, yeah, he's got, and he also has fins. So anyway, so like, they're like, oh, here's this thing. And he becomes this humanoid for two years and just happens to decide to come out of the ocean on the day Submariner is very sad and sitting on a fucking dock somewhere. Uh, and so two dudes decide to come up to him and start shit with him because he's like from the sea. Because he's, because he's a superhero, just a mutant and... And they're like, oh, you're a mutant. Let's, then, let's wait, fight you. But one of the guys' name is Bruce, and his shirt is, like, literally open to his belly button. <laughs> and, 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 and so basically, this, this, is a fun, this, is a, this is a ridiculous thing where it's basically... It's a really weird problem. Okay, first of all, you know, you know, from, you know these guys know who Submariner is. They know from the press that he's, uh, a, you know, a fighter. You know, he fights supervillains. He's just a fucking badass. And this dude, who I'll call Hate Crew, Hate Craze Bruce. Yep, Hate Craze Bruce. Hate Craze Bruce, Bruce with decide, a very, very open shirt. With a very open shirt, <laughs> decides to go over and essentially kick him in the face. Kick him in the face, like like karate kick. I'm like, he gives me like this pretty sweet looking kick. Yeah, and his friend is like his friend in like a very stripy like turtleneck with short sleeves is like, no, Bruce, don't. And he kind of has like, does he have a mustache? No, he doesn't. Damn, no, that no would mustache. be great. Uh, but, like, so there's this splash page of hate-filled Bruce kicking Submariner in the face with his, op- you know, his open thing. And at the very top left corner is a quote from Adolf Hitler. But I don't know why. I cannot figure out why this quote exists here in this book. It doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with hate. It just has something to do with, like, presenting people with images it's really weird that it's even here and on a splash page. So I'm trying to figure out, is this like the well, writer's way of saying like, fuck all you people from reading comics instead of actually reading books? Well, this like, is the I last issue, it. so they're kind of like... Fuck it, let's just throw a Hitler quote in here? It doesn't make yeah, any sense. Like nobody's reading. I don't know what Steve Skates went on to do 
uh, or Dan Adkins. I should probably look that up. But, like, tell me if that makes any sense in the context of this. Well, book. I'm just reading the quote here, and it's like, during a shorter time, I would almost say it one below. So it's basically, I don't know. See, it's, it's a. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I don't, cause I don't want to justify a Hitler quote. But I, it doesn't even make sense. Like, literally, it doesn't even make sense. They're just talking about pictures and how, like, people will, like, you know, grab onto pictures instead of, like, how people read. So I'm just, I'm like, why'd you put that on a splash page? So he's like, fuck you, read books, kick some air in her face. Yeah, I guess that's that the what point. Saying? Sure. And then, and then now I'll... like, I'll, a broken clock is right twice a day. I have no fucking clue why that's there. I will, um... I will, I will say that later on. Oh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Well, no, I, well, well, so, no, because I'm going to talk about it now, because it's, no, really, it's not really related to the story, but... As you get later on in the book, there's a whole bunch of ads. There's a lot of ads in a this book. A lot of ads in this book. Ad pages, like tons like, of them, because I think they just found this one. Because they're just like, fuck it. And one of the ads is for <laughs> a legit Nazi memorabilia store. Yep. In what, Minnesota? In Minneapolis. Called Adolf's. Called Adolf's. And they sell pins and hats and hats and reproduction helmets and uh, you can get iron ca- crosses you can get on a, chains. You get a fifty-two page catalog for just fifty cents. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's something. So, I, I I don't even know how that got in there. I, I wonder I'm, if this is a real place. I, I don't know. Because I... it's straight up like. Really, Nazi stuff. I mean, granted, this is 1974. But still. So people are still like, eh, whatever. Yeah, people do collect Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, and if, you know, if you've ever been to a flea market, you know, I, at least, you know, at least the flea markets that I've been to, you know, there's always like the one dude or a couple dudes, you know, people that have just a stand full of more memorabilia and they have a bunch of that stuff there. You know, it's just, it's just stuff that they've happened to acquire from over the years and they sell it. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, here's a bunch of Nazi stuff or, you know, a bunch of, you know, you know, J- Japan, you know, Japanese, like, swords and stuff, you know, because they were in a war. You know, old men, they had these war memorabilia. Yeah, but how do you think those old men got that war memorabilia? Well, because they killed a bunch of Nazis. Right. So? Ugh, it's just creepy. It's creepy, but, you know, you whatever. killed people. some dude and took a trophy, and it's really gross, and now some... You know, sad white guy is going to put it on his wall and be like, "Yeah, that's right, Hitler." You know, it's not. It's gross. Uh, well, they, it's gross. This is this book is a little bit too heavy on the Hitler references. Yeah, there's me. little. There's, it's too Hitlery. Too I mean, hit- if you're going to judge on how Hitlery something should be, it'd be one thing if there was just the ad. So, but whatever. It's just like, oh, it's just a comic book ad. But if, right. if there wasn't an Adolf Hitler quote Why? already in here, it that doesn't has, make fucking sense either. And, and it's really weird because this Bruce guy, I mean, he is like the Aryan wet dream. He's this humongous blonde dude basically kicking a minority in the face. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. exactly what's happening on that page. Exactly. Wow, this is racist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, ignoring the Hitler quote, so moving they start on, fighting. They start having a brawl. This guy's like, fuck you, half-breed, yelling at you because know, Namor's half-Atlantean, half-human. Right. You know, he's basically Aquaman. Yes. And, Marvel's uh, Aquaman. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's like, blah, 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 whatever. And then the same, as this is going on, it just happens to be wherever these guys are at. The what a coincidence. Sl- what a coincidence that the slime thing decides to show up. And I love his antenna hat. It's just, it's just lovely. And he shows up with his little antenna hat, and as... Uh, and he sees that these men are fighting, and Bruce the racist gets knocked into the water, 
And then... Bruce Reese gets back to work because, like, you know, yeah, because, like, because, yeah, Submariner's just like, fuck you. Fuck you, punch. And he gets knocked in the water and his friend's like, oh, no, Bruce, I have to save him. So he, like, jumps Submariner. But then, like, Slime Thing is like, I'll jump into this crazy fray. Well, no, he gets he gets tackled because the guy tackles oh, and he knocks Submariner and he just happens to run into this slime monster. Who just happens to be here. Just happens to be here. And... So basically, yeah. They, the, the, so the so fight, everybody goes into the water. Fight goes into the ocean, and I think Bruce actually dies. Yeah, like he drowns or something. But Submariner's like, "Oh, I can't save him because I'm too busy like fighting slime thing." I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, the slime thing didn't really. Yeah, but then they start, he starts fighting slime thing right here. But but just before that, like the guys in the water, because he didn't know the slime thing was there. Until he fell into it. Until he fell into it. But then and they Perhaps he would help rescue his friend, but if you were not time for now, the creature attacks. And he just turns around and sees this thing, and I don't know if the creature attacks him? That's what I don't get. It looks like... I mean, it looks like the, the creature... Okay, so the creature hits the first blow. They start fighting. The other guy's saving Bruce. Trying to. Trying to save Bruce. And there's this very odd picture where it's like they're fighting, right? So it's like Slime Thing and Submariner are fighting their... Doing whatever. And this one panel is like a close-up of like a rainbow fish. And in the background is where the actual fight is taking place. It's a very strange why. I guess the guy was like, I just want to draw a fish. Fuck you. Draw a fish and here's a fight in the background. Fuck it. Because uh, it's the last issue. Who's going to stop me? Yeah. So, so anyway, they fight. So anyway, so he's, he's slapping. Uh, is slapping the slime thing around. And slime thing suddenly like has like glowy eyes and makes him blind. See, and I don't know if there's anything to do with this little antenna hat, but all of a sudden the he's an alien, so he just decides to do like a flashing blind thing, a blind a flash of blinding light. And yeah. so Mariner's blind. He's like, oh no. And so but he keeps fighting and it looks like he squeezes his arms so well, hard like, oh, that his head pops off. But here <laughs> but I, I realize that's probably not what happens, but that's what it looks like. But here's like. the thing. So I was reading through this and I was trying to understand I, I don't know what happened. That he, so Submariner still is able to find this monster in the water. I'm going to assume it's because echolocation. Because like echolocation, right. And he tackles him. And the creature, apparently the creature feels pain because this, the, the guy, the, the narration tells us. Narration tells us everything here. Yes. This is really annoying. Yes. Um, it's one of those old narrations that it's like, oh no, dear reader, this is what's happening. You know, that sort of like old style. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's, it's, it's definitely it's excessive. It's, it's definitely weird. like a big like. They're like they're like last issue. Fuck okay. it. Some mariners is gonna fight a slime monster, and, and we're gonna put a lot of fucking boxes here, and we're gonna put a bunch of Hitler in here too. So fuck it. And <laughs> this is the Hitler issue of some mariner. Sometimes you gotta have a Hitler issue. <laughs> sometimes you just like you know your Marvel's like you like, know, well, sometimes your editor's not looking. You're like yeah, what we're gonna do a Hitler issue. They're like you know what Captain America has too much Hitler. Let's let's sub mariner. He's hogging all the Hitler. Yeah, he's hogging all the Hitler. What the fuck. You know, we need more Hitler. All right. So anyway, so like she tackles this guy, and apparently the monster feels pain, and it's enough for his head to fly off of his body. And he becomes that slime brain amoeba. He becomes again. a slime brain thing, and then just flies up into space. But now apparently it feels some sort of like... Empathy towards Empathy. This. I, I guess he's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize organisms... Maybe he didn't feel pain in his, like, weird... 
ball form. Well, he didn't, I, he I didn't feel know. he didn't feel pain because he had the body. I think he had the body. Yeah, and the body const- was hurting. But he constructed that body. Yeah. So if he doesn't feel pain in his glob form, why does he feel pain when he decides he needs arms and legs? Maybe he didn't. Um, I don't know because he wanted to belong. And he was like, but the, ow, arms and legs hurt. I'm just going to shoot my head off. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, it really looks like some merit just squeezes this dude's arms, like pushes them down and his head just goes, boom. Like, he's, not, just, he's not squeezing his arms. I he's, know. <laughs> the guy, I realize that, but that's the, that's kind of what that looks like. Pretty much. And so the head flies away and, and as he's flying away, he's like, oh no, poor hateful Bruce is dead. I'll make him live. So he like shines glows and he just like makes Bruce live. Bruce lives. And his friend in his little awesome striped short sleeve tank or uh, turtleneck is like, oh man, it's a miracle. I'm so happy. And then they decide to go read the wrestling magazine. Let's go back <laughs> to my pad and have a few drinks. I just bought a new professional wrestling magazine. That sounds like the lamest <laughs> and you say grinder that as date a, ever. As a humongous wrestling fan. As a humongous wrestling fan. Even... I'll, let's put it this way. As a wrestling fan, when I was 15, I would never invite... Just one wrestling magazine. Just one wrestling magazine. Because you got to have... First of all, you got to have more than one. I mean... You can have a new one, and then what do they do? Does he read it, and then he gives it to Bruce, and Bruce reads it? Maybe they or do they read it together? together? You know? Or do they, like... Maybe they look at the pictures. Do they wrestle each other, and whoever wins gets to read the magazine? Sure. That sounds right. After a few drinks, I bet that's what happens. But Which one of us can do a figure four leg lock? And whoever wins, wins? Can you win? A fi- I don't understand wrestling. The figure four leg lock actually hurts. If you, if you, well, if you yeah, yeah, I'm saying like if whoever gets the other guy into the leg lock first gets to read the magazine, is that how Well, they they'd have to submit. So they'd have to be wrestling because I'm assuming Bruce's uh, or whoever this guy's pad, Strapey's pad, has <laughs> ample room for wrestling. Sure. Hence the invitation. Come on over and wrestle. Also, you know, he just came back from life after being uh, being attacked by a slime monster, you know, and dying. But what would, I mean, after dying and being brought back to life, I can imagine that one would just want to read a wrestling magazine. I, I would probably just want some comfort. Be like, you know what? It's been a rough go. I gotta read some wrestling. I think I'm gonna read some wrestling and have some drinks. Hey, buddy, you want to come hang out? Yeah, I, I get it. Sure. I get it. I should, so, I should and, and then as the thing goes, Namor's like, I'm still blind. Oh, no, poor me. But then as the creature, like, flies past Jupiter. So he, the creature's, like, way the fuck off yeah, into, like, Yeah, and he's universe. really fast because he literally just left a minute ago and he's already past Jupiter. Uh, but then he's like, oh, here you go, Submariner. You can have your sight back. And then he does, and then we get to the final page and of the, the Submariner issue. Because he's still looking, like... Because he's looking for Atlantis. He's looking for Atlantis, and then they show us this picture where basically every Atlantean is dead. They're all dead. And they're like, oh, if Submariner knew, he wouldn't be so happy to have his sight back. <laughs> and that's it? <laughs> it's just really, really fucked up. And then it's like, and then he continues the hunt. The end. <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the final issue of the Savage Submariner... <laughs> Number 72, September 1974, the Hitler issue. Of Submariner. Of Submariner. That's really funny. That's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is not, I, I can't, I feel weird because I like this, like, I like owning this. Yeah. So I don't really feel it's like a part of, like, a technically the worst collect worst collection choice. Hmm. But content-wise. I think anything that we buy is worst collection ever material. 
Well, because this has this has no value. Well, that's so I guess that's, that's exactly why it's the worst collection ever. It's not like he spent fifty bucks to get that damn issue. You just found no, it I wouldn't. Like a dollar bin. Yeah, I did. It did. It's a straight up dollar. So yeah, okay. You know what? Right. That's why every. That's why we have the worst collection ever because everything we have is cheap and not worth anything. Duly noted. Yeah. So maybe you've got a great idea for a business and want to start selling your products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers, or maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you succeed online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $1.49. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code COMICS149. That's COMICS149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. And hello, and we're back here on Worst Collection Ever, here on Sideshow Network, uh, presented by Comics on Comics. Uh, so, Jen, what's this next one we're doing? Oh, boy. This next one we were doing is a festive issue, mm, uh, festive. because this will come out on Tuesday, and Christmas is Thursday. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a Brave and the Bold, starring Batman and the Huntress, uh, issue number 184. From March 1982. Volume 1. Volume 1, and it's called Batman's Last Christmas. Last Christmas. And I bought this issue because the cover is just so fucking funny. I couldn't resist it. Uh, It's basically Batman is standing in front of a grave, of the grave of his parents, throwing his cowl off and saying, my parents deserve to die, and the Batman must die as well. And Huntress is like, ooh. And she's in the background hide. And see, now actually, this is actually very uh, kind of depressing. Yeah. Because just based on the cover alone, and when you read the story, it's really just his dad. Oh yeah. That fucks no, up. No, no, we know they never talk about Martha Wayne. That is really what pisses me off the most about the Bat- Batman mythos. Is most of the time the importance is on Thomas Wayne because he's a dude and he has a dick. But Martha Wayne is still important. She's his mom. Yeah. But it's always like, oh, I mean, like, look at the new 52. Like, Thomas Wayne is back. Like, and he's all Batman and all over the fucking place on Earth, too. But it's just, it's just bullshit. Anyway. So, like, you can't even see Martha's name. Yeah, I know. All you can see is Thomas Wayne. But but, but the thing is, is like, he's preemptively saying on the cover, my parents deserve to die. Right. Martha didn't do anything. Martha didn't do a damn thing. (laughs) As we see, as we go on. She she was shot to death. Martha didn't do shit. Because she owned pearls. That's it. (laughs) Literally, the, the problem in this issue, which we'll talk about, revolves around Thomas Wayne and Batman has decided that his parents, plural, have deserved to die because Thomas Wayne is an asshole. Awesome. So, um, it's Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, whatever, right? So, Batman delivers toys to a lovely lady who looks terrified, and that's great. But then he goes to see Commissioner Gordon, and Commissioner Gordon, I guess, is like, oh, I need your help on this thing, but I'm also very worried that I won't be commissioner anymore because this mayor has been elected. And Batman does a very weird thing, and the way it's drawn is weird. It's like he puts his hand on the commissioner's shoulder when the commissioner's sitting down. It's a very, like, un-Batman kind of thing to, like... Now, this is 1982, so maybe it's a little bit more Batman back in the day, but now it's kind of, like, weird because he's very touchy. He's very touchy in this issue. Yeah, he is. He really is. Like, touchy, not, like, fist-touchy. No, no, like, handsy. He's touching everybody. It's really weird. So, um, he runs off to go find 
this guy who has a bunch of records. And of course, it just happens to be a Santa Claus. Now, of all the Santas that are in Gotham, well, aren't we lucky that Batman spots the Santa? Yeah. And he literally just chases him down in the middle of the street and punches him in the face, which I'm sure uh, was not scarring for this child in this panel. I like how Batman also thinks bingo. Yeah, bingo. So as that's happening, guess who shows up from Earth 2? Oh, it's Huntress. Hey. Well, she has to. It's, it's, she's teaming up in this issue. She's teaming up. So she shows up and she's like, man, I was just so depressed because my parents are dead on Earth 2. So pro- I'm going to yeah, hang yeah. out with... Her, her parents the, who, are, who, are, who are Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and Selena Kyle. And Selena Kyle. Uh, they're dead. dead. So she's like, I'm going to come hang out with who I call Uncle Bruce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she shows up, uh, finds Uncle Bruce in an alleyway, but as he's in this alleyway punching Santa in the face, he picks up a record that says, like, Thomas Wayne has bankrolled a gangster. That's the record that's in this Santa sack. And he's like, what? What's going on? And he almost gets shot, but luckily Hunter shows up and kicks this guy in the face. And then, of course, uh, they say fuck special identity, secret identities and just start using each other's names. Yeah. Like, in front of this dude in the middle of an alley. Because, you know, whatever. He's unconscious, though. Yeah, but you don't know he's really unconscious. He could Maybe just... Maybe wake up like, I had a dream that... But well, there, could like another, there could be, like, another guy in the alleyway that you just don't see. And it like, could be a hobo. Yeah. Hidden hobo, Oscar the Grouch. Sure, yeah, Oscar the Grouch. He could be right there in that trash can. Yes. Um... So then they run off to Wayne Penthouse. Oh, is it the Penthouse? Yeah, I thought this was Wayne Manor. Oh, so I forgot. Never... But it says over here, it's like, not long after, in the Penthouse, atop a galley. Why is Alfred, wait, so why is Alfred there? He just goes around. He just, like, shuttles back. He's like, Alfred, get over to Wayne Penthouse and make your cookies. Yes. And to which Bruce is there and he quickly changes into an ascot. Yeah, uh, basically he's dressed like Hugh Hefner. He's dressed like Hugh Hefner. He's dressed like Hugh Hefner. Casual Bruce, just got done fighting. <laughs> and he's so upset because he doesn't understand how his father could have bankrolled this gangster. And he doesn't know what to do. And Helen is like, you're a detective, figure it out. And then he does. And then they have this, we- and this all this issue is really weird. They have this weird interaction where the way it's drawn makes it look like they're about to kiss. Mm, yeah. Which is really gross. It's kind of spicy. And incestuous. <laughs> So, but he's not technically. It's not technically his daughter. It's not technically his daughter, but it kind of is his daughter. I don't know how. I don't know. But I mean, is he still gonna fuck her? That's gross. I mean, I don't think right, so. Right? Like, I don't think so. But why are they? But if it, but if it just like, happened flirty. that he did, ew, it, it, ew. I know it's ew, ew. But I'm just saying. But like, you know, ew. this is Batman. So he has plenty of places to put his dick. He does not need to put it here. Okay. All right. Good. So they go see some old fuck. No, he's not an old fuck. He is an old fuck. No, it's not. He's, oh, that's right, but he looks like an old he, fuck. For, for some reason, he's very old. But he had a. But he's a, not old. I don't know, we just apparently has some nerve disease that fucked him up and he became really old. And He has, like, late-onset progeria. Progeria? Yeah, it's that one where, where kids age really fast. Oh, yeah, they made a movie about that. I don't think that. that's a thing. They made, no, they made a movie about no, no, that. No, late-onset progeria is not a thing. I just made that up. But they made a movie about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About progeria. It started Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So uh, he's like, oh, look at this. Oh, hey, I'm glad I have your dad's records with me because they go see the old fuck is his dad's account. <laughs> Mr. Old Fuck. Mr. Old Fuck. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, my dad withdrew uh, $60,000 on the dates that correspond to these records. He really did fund this thing. 
So then they go and they decide to talk to some guy named Spurs Sanders, who I guess is like the gangster. He's the gangster that everybody's trying to question. So they're we're going to call him Haas Bonaventure. Pretty much. Yeah. From Always Sunny. Because that's, he's wearing literally a suit. He has his suit tucked into his cowboy boots. Ooh, yeah, that's right. That's classy. Well, you gotta do it. How, why else would you wear the boots? But then B- Bruce even yells at, or Batman yells at him and says, I happen to know you've never been west of the Gotham River. So anyway, he's like, I have this tape. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of uh, the George Carlin bit where he's talking about guys that are pretending they're cowboys. It's like, you, that's the only reason you think I was from cowboys. You stopped taking a piss in an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> So hence Spurs Sanders. Spurs Spurs Sanders. And so he's like, I have this tape uh, that has your father's voice on it saying that he's bankrolling these gangsters. I I, I love this panel here as they're listening to it. And you get to see Batman's eyeball through (laughs) his cowl. He kind of like, oh. (laughs) It's very weird because normally you don't see his eyeball over his cowl. Here for some reason you do. Yes. And his very high cheekbone. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's, wow. That's a cheekbone. Oh, no wonder as well the women love Bruce Wayne. Right? So then he's like, oh, that's it. It's, but here's, all right, so here's where my problem, one of my problems with this issue developed. Because he's like, I have this evidence that proves Thomas Wayne bankrolled this gangster. Because it's a tape. Because it's a tape. And I know that you, Batman, would never want to sully the Wayne name, so you can't touch me. And so Batman grabs Huntress, like literally grabs Huntress, like puts his arm around her and they walk out the door. Um, But here is my problem with that. How and why would this guy know that Batman wouldn't want to sully the Wayne name if he does not know who Batman is? Because the Waynes are very well to do. But they're dead. Yeah, but, you know, the reputation precedes them in Batman. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. For me, this is one of those instances where I feel like the writer wrote this because we, the audience, know who Batman is. You know, and the writer knows who Batman is, and therefore it makes sense, if you look at it that way, uh, that this guy would want to blackmail him and Batman wouldn't do anything because it's Thomas Wayne. But if you look at it from the character perspective, it doesn't make any fucking sense that this guy would be like, ha ha, you can't touch me because I've got evidence that Thomas Wayne is a douche. So you're not going to do it. It only makes sense if you look at it because the care us, the fans know who Bruce Wayne is. Right. This plot point does not work. If you actually look at it from a character perspective. No, it doesn't. So that is whatever. So that's one of my biggest problems with this issue. I'm like, what? And so he's like, all right, well, Huntress, I need to be alone. He runs off to the grave, and this is where he has his, you guys deserve to die. Fuck you both. Mom, you too. Yeah, Uh, mom, his mom had nothing to do with this. Yeah, mom had nothing to do with this. Her name is literally not mentioned in the text once. It is not mentioned one time, and he says, both of you fuckers deserve to die. (laughs) So. And then Huntress gets really upset. She's like, oh my god, it's happening again. And then again, we have another woman who does not get a name check in the text. Uh, Huntress says, oh, she's so sad and she remembers. And then it says, on her native world, her father likewise dropped the dark mental of the Batman when he held his dying wife, the Huntress's mother, in his arms. Now, it's drawn to show Catwoman, but it doesn't say her name nothing it's just like fuck it it's just she's just a mom 
Also, she doesn't even get a name uh, check. Uh, She's uh, fucking Catwoman. She doesn't get a name check. Also, there's the panel where he's in, in, uh, the she's reflecting back on this Earth Two thing, and because it, it mirrors the next panel of Batman on Earth One walking away from his parents' graves, but Bat Earthman from Bat Batman from Earth Two is walking away from the body of Catwoman. Catwoman. She's just laying there. Just fucking left it there. Yeah, she just left her there. Like, like I, he's like, oh, she's my wife. Oh, fuck it, I'm just leaving her here. And then we get a little collage of Batman or Bruce <laughs> being very, very sad about town. About town. Yes, he's Playboy in, Bruce Wayne. Playboy Bruce Wayne. He really looks very sad. Very sad. Wearing a bow tie. Surrounded by chicks. Surrounded by chicks. Getting handy under the table. Looking and very just sad. Looking sad. Looking sad. This is sad Batman. And it's funny because it's peak sad Batman right here. He's he's in he's in this club. He's looking very sad. And then the next panel is him walking out of the club, and these looking girls look, he's looking sad. And these girls that he was with in the club are just looking at him like with their hands on her hips, like very mad at him. Yeah, she's probably like, dude, I just fucking gave you a handy under the table. You're not even gonna like. We're not doing anything else. You're just gonna like sulk off into the night, you crying baby. Oh, he's being such a broad. What about me? Sorry. What about me? Where's my... Mm. He's being such a wiener. Where's my reciprocal, you know, anything? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could at least say something. Like, you could have been, could have, could have had a good time just, you know, drink the night away or yeah, whatever. we were going to have a threesome, you fucking dick, he's and gonna just have, walking away. He's going to have a... They're going to tie each other in knots. <laughs> and, uh... So, yeah, that, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have to play Sexy Twister, and Bruce is like, No. No, I'm going to play Sex Twister. I'm just really sick. Go home and wear my ascot. Yeah. My man pain. So he just... So as Bruce is sulking away, a Haas Bonaventure tries to run down the guy who played Santa, who just happens... The guy who lost all the records, who happens to be... Oh, that's who that guy is. Okay. Yeah, who happens to be there with his kid. And Huntress saves him and says, oh, run away. And Bruce sees it and he's like, oh... Even though that guy's a criminal, his son still loves him. That means it means I should be Batman again. Which is just so fucking ridiculous. And he's like, wait, that's right. I became Batman because I want to stop people from feeling the way I did when my parents were killed. What's he do, what doing watching, though? How's, I, the, how's this happen where he's just I, like, I'm just like, I'm just hanging out, watching people. Plot points of convenience. Plot points, uh, you know? So then he thinks back to like a Christmas where he gets like a truck. I don't know. He's like, oh, that's right. I see it. Oh, something. I'm going to be Batman again. No, no. What happens is he listens to, he remembers. That this old fuck. There's this old fuck is. Has a habit of tapping. Has a ha- is a tappy guy. Tap, 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 tap. He taps the guy, tap, people tap. on the shoulder. He's very nervous tapper. And, uh. And he's like, that's it. Oh my God. I figured it out. Here, Helena, stop crying, because uh, she's crying, because she's so happy that Bruce is wearing his Batman uh, costume I, I, under his ascot. Which is where, yeah, he just somehow <laughs> just whips out the costume and just gets all costumed even, up. Even though he's like, I'm In never, front of her. But here's the thing, he's like, I am never going to be Batman again. I'm just going to wear this suit under all my clothes for the rest of my life. But it's like, so So here's the thing. So he makes this revelation and he's like, I'm Batman again. He's like ripping open the shirt, kind of like how Superman would, mm-hmm. you know, to reveal his Superman costume. And then all of a sudden, the next panel, he's already like dressed, dressed up, like cowled up, let gloves, Whole thing. boots. And he's, for some reason, he has Selena's mask. Not Selena's, it's uh, or, or Helena's. Helena's. Yeah, Helena's mask. 
Like, like he, I think like he was getting changed and she's just standing there crying the whole time. Yeah. And he just ran up to her. He's like, wear your fucking mask. Yeah, you know? put, fucking put your clothes on. Let's go. Suit up, lady. Let's yeah. go. And then he goes to find. And so they go with a giant floating head of Earth 2 Batman. Earth 2 Batman, floating head man. Floating head man. And then they go to see old fuck. And Batman, of course, comes down the chimney because it's a Christmas issue. And he's like, haha, I knew it was you because I heard the tap, tap, tapping. And he's like, oh, you can't put me in prison. He's like, you're already in prison. Because you're already old. Because you're old. And then he runs off. And then they go to Hoss Bonaventure. Uh, and Helena kicks Hoss Bonaventure in the face or whatever. And she's like, oh, haha, We know it was a, an impersonator of Thomas Wayne. He's like, you can't prove it. He's And she literally says, no, no, she's a lawyer. Okay, like on her earth, she's a lawyer. Oh, that's right, yeah. She says, no, we sure can't prove it in courts, but we'll just make sure we mention it in the papers so people will believe you. People will believe we'll everything because everybody cause they're, cause the, cause the public will automatically believe everything. But that doesn't actually work legally. Like, it doesn't, yeah, the court of public opinion might say one thing, but legally it might be something else. You'd think a lawyer would know that, but no, she just says, fuck it. So she, <laughs> so that's the end of that. And then they have like a weird huggy the giving of love moment. It's actually said like, oh, you know, it's the giving of gifts and the giving of love. And he's like, oh, thank you, Helena. So happy. And she's like, I'm so great. I'm so happy to be here, Uncle Bruce. Just let me stay here and watch you do what you have to yeah, do, that, that, which that's is a, really creepy. Just watch him do. It's like, yeah, well, it's like all right. And then he just stands in front of his I'm going to take a bat shit. <laughs> I'm going to go have a bat jizz. Uh, but he stands in front of his parents and is like, I rededicate myself to you guys. Did he pick up his cowl that he threw at them? Merry fucking Christmas. And just put Christmas. it back on. And was like, ah! ah Sorry, mom, that I said you should also deserve to die. Dad was a dick, <laughs> but mom should die too. Because that's usually how it works, right? Like, if one of your parents is a total dick, you just hate both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that works. Uh, but my theory on why that uh, Selena did not get name-checked in this issue is I think the writer didn't realize that Catwoman was Helena's mom and they're just like Huntress's mother just draw it in I don't know who it is fuck it I can't look it up I think that's what happened just thought it was, just thought it was Martha Wayne <laughs> she's like yeah hey, you know it's Martha gonna... right everyone in, in DC universe is named Martha if they're a mother <laughs> that's right it's true so uh so yeah that's that's this issue Merry Christmas from the DC staff even though this came out in March yeah, and there's also a Nemesis backup. Yeah, which which uh, I don't, I, I don't it's just a bunch of spy shit and shooties. Nemesis is boring as shit. It's boring as fuck. The one thing that I really love is this panel where they're trying to do some perspective. So his the foot that's supposed to be close to the viewer is huge. It just makes him look like his one which gigantic one? foot. Where right there? Oh, big foot. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. It just looks like he has one really big foot. No, oh, that's <laughs> classic. Yeah, no, Nemesis is boring yeah, shit. Yeah, I couldn't get the because he, he was even like one of those characters in like the Justice League cartoon. He would only be like one of those guys that we just you see him running. <laughs> like he had no lines. He was just like he ran. I was like because oh, I always be like, who's that? You know, well, like, just put him in the background. It literally that's the thing. Like him and. Uh, there's a few other. They even gave vigilante lines. Vigilante. They did a whole episode on vigilante and shining night. Right. They got lines. They got a whole line. Nemesis. Like, nope. Nemesis <laughs> didn't. Uh, Adam Smasher didn't. Um, I mean, there's a few others too. But I mean, I remember those two guys had like Aztec. Fucking Aztec. <laughs> fuck, fuck Aztec though. He sucks. Maybe we should find a book of that. That's garbage. <laughs> That's some garbage right there. Like, I want to read this book because fuck this guy. No, maybe I'll fuck, I'll, I'll search that out because fuck that guy. Is that like a hate reading? Well, but I mean, it would be good for our collection. But then again, I don't really want to own it. 
Mm, fair. Is that is that fair that I don't want to own it, but I kind of want to read it because it's just kind of doing a book a podcast on books that are that we like that we well that we I don't really want to own. Or we want we want to own. Ah. Ah. But um, yeah, ah. we, we want we wanted to own. I don't know. It's just like it's other words like I don't want to buy a book just to read it on here because then it's more of just like. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it because I want to actually read it. Right. You know, like I actually. Well, that's the whole point. I mean, like the like shit actually, that we have is shit, but it's shit that we picked up because we actually wanted to read it. That's the justification. Even so I though it, uh, some of those purchases, I would say, are extremely misguided. Well, so I'll say this: maybe I'm interested in reading an epic about Aztec. Maybe will the, the, the whatever the ultimate man or the fuck is because I don't know what his powers are or really what he does. He just has a stupid hat. <laughs> You know, stupid head, uh, and uh, yeah, I figured maybe you know, maybe it'll get, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. When, we'll when do we get to the 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 supreme D list of superheroes where it's like your only power is you have a stupid hat? Oh, we're good. I'm surprised we're not there already. I was gonna say I think we already have those books. I think we're there. Yeah, I got I got Nightwatch <laughs> from Marvel's Nightwatch. That's that's pretty much just, that's pretty that's like the Aztec of Marvel. So, anyways, uh, so anyways, so thanks for listening and have a great holiday. Have uh, merry holiday. Merry holidays, <laughs> merry everything. Uh, I'm Sean, and, and you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean, on Twitter, Instagram, and theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I'm Jen, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen Stansfield. If you like pictures of cats, that's probably the place to go. And on Tumblr, jenstansfield.tumblr.com. All right, folks, thanks for listening to the Worst Collection over here on Side Show Network and presented by Comics and Comics. Uh, see you guys next year, and have a great holiday. Bye. Bye.